right. Welcome back. This is the week we missed. Back to the world is coming to an end. <laughs> and a lot of bad news. So what happened? Uh, what I'm talking about, get right into it. No real fluff. Basically, there was an explosion, or we don't know it was an explosion ah, yet, okay. but yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a pipeline from Russia to Germany to Europe, whatever, that has oil that all of a sudden uh, has a hole in it, exploded. Now it's natural gas, not oil. Sorry. Natural gas, whatever. I, I'm American. I don't really know the difference, but <laughs> supposedly passports were found floating in the water. No, I'm kidding. That <laughs> Russian passports. I forgot that part. Russian passports. No. Um, but a lot of speculation. Who did this? How did it happen? It seems like it wasn't an accident. I believe Danish, uh, like, navies had something seismic, uh, like, looking for seismic whatever, and said this doesn't feel like a hurricane at all. It was like three quick blasts. Then Russian Navy was found in the vicinity uh, shortly after for, like, support. Super wild. A lot of speculation. Uh I hate to like bring this up because like I'll, I'm a proud American as much as I bash on America. America is like the best place in the world. It's the only place you can talk and say I fucking hate America without like getting executed and put to jail. So like that's kind of what makes America really good. Uh, it has plenty of issues, but at least the issues aren't all completely thrown under a rug. Plenty yeah. are, but a lot of them are brought to light and we're slowly trying to make changes. So I will say that to preface, but at the same time, Russia is saying that U.S. is behind this. Yeah. And like, I got the chills just saying that, and I know what I'm about to say, but just thinking of that is mind-blowing, and it's not the craziest thing to think. And then what's going on in my head is, one, did America do it? Because that'd be fucking nuts, but it would make sense in the 5D, 60, 70 chess game that everyone's playing. But also, will it matter if we did it or not? Because if everyone believes we did it, it's the same thing. So if Russia can kind of come out with some type of evidence that shows that we did it, what would happen? And then, like, I don't know, I, my brain goes spiraling into mayhem. That's why I think the world's, I'm back to the world's coming to an end, whatever. Like, what if Russia believes them? I mean, what if Germany believes them? So in what this this is very interesting. And I think the, and again, there, there, as far as I know, there's no hard evidence of anything right now, besides the fact that it, this likely wasn't just a random accident. Right. It does seem to be an act of deliberate sabotage. And the thing that, the thing that I've seen brought up that to me sort of intuitively makes sense is that the, the country that this pipeline being damaged hurts the most is Russia, because it was a pipeline to bring Russian natural gas to European markets like the European markets can import gas via tanker. There are some other pipelines that are left undamaged that are coming from other countries. Like it, that's why intuitively, like it doesn't just make sense why Russia would do this because they can just turn off the spigot, which they already did. Like they don't have to send natural gas through the pipeline. They can just choose not to. 3D chess does the same, like um, you have the same effect, but it doesn't look like you deliberately did it. It was an accident. So yeah, but I just like why why would why would Russia destroy a thing that allows them to make a ton of money? It doesn't make sense. Like they, I'm not saying they didn't do it. It just doesn't make sense because, like I said, like to they, get Germany to. I think the reason is to get or would be. I don't believe anything uh, at this point. I don't know enough to believe anything at this point. But 
I think the reason would be to get Germany to say, hey, Russia, we'll stop supporting Ukraine if you guys like fix this um, pipe. We really no, need they, it. They already turned off the pipelines. They already they already lied and were like, oh, there's a maintenance issue. So we can't like they had gone from full supply to like half supply and like. I think it was like two weeks or a month ago, they cut off everything and were like, we can't send gas through anymore. Like That's the point. No one is forcing Russia to supply gas through this pipeline. It's just there to move it if they have it to sell. So Russia had already done that. They had already played the move, the, the, the piece to say, hey, we're not going to sell you any more gas because you're basically funding this war against us. Then what and do you think? You think it was America? I have no idea. Um, there, there was something, and I, it, I think it was like a pipeline from like Poland or the Netherlands or some pipeline. It like the day before this sort of sabotage happened, this new pipeline went active and was like starting to deliver gas to the European market. So that's also sort of an interesting little coincidence. And again, I, I don't have the source in front of me, so I might be completely wrong about that. But like, just from thinking about this in like a game theory sense, and like like you said, sort of like a chess sense and a strategic sense, it makes no sense why Russia would just, because like, if- Does it make this, sense for US to do it? Um, yeah, it hurts Russia. Uh, yeah. It, it, it would make sense like this How does it hurt russia uh just more no money yeah because at this point let's say let's say all, that i'm i'm just i'm just trying to understand i'm not uh yeah, disagreeing no, with you so let, let's, but didn't let's you say, say they turned the spigot off already yeah so let's say so but let's say hypothetically that the war ends tomorrow russia withdraws they agree to pay ukraine a whole bunch of money the entire world forgives them and they're like yep you're welcome. Like, yeah, this was a big fuck up, but we're not going to sanction you anymore. Whatever. They could just turn the gas back on, start selling the gas. Everything's back to normal. At this point now, if that were to happen, they couldn't sell their gas to the European market, even if they wanted to, because that pipeline is now damaged. Mm. So the it if anything, it's something that would like if I'm looking at it from an incentive standpoint, it makes more sense. For, it would make more sense to me that another competitor of Russian natural gas would have more of an incentive to do it. Because what they're saying is, even when this conflict ends, it's going to take Russia X number of months or X numbers of years to fix this pipeline so that they can start selling their gas to the European market easily. Hmm. So, I mean, theoretically, I mean, I'm assuming Russia can get gas to Europe through boats and I don't know my European geography that well, but like- Yeah, I think through like India is how they've been doing it a lot, is India by the- There would be some way for them to get there, I'm sure. But the pipeline was obviously the most efficient, cost-effective way to do it. Um, you know, and if I'm also thinking otherwise, and maybe it wasn't a state, if you want to get real crazy with it, any natural gas producing corporation, if they're like, well, if we make it more expensive to transport natural gas, that's going to raise the price of all natural gas. And it's going to stay raised until this thing gets fixed. So it could I, be it could be. BP, I know who it was. It was George Soros. Probably. Of course. <laughs> yeah, everything well, well, when you know, anytime they anytime someone says George Soros, what they're secretly saying is it was the Jews. Yeah, yeah that's what I feel, at least. Is Rothschild and Soros, but whatever. Yes, exactly. I, yeah. It's like, all right. It's like you're saying Rothschild and Soros, but what I'm really hearing is I'm an anti-Semite. Yeah, <laughs> not all the other rich billionaires. It's only the two Jewish ones. But uh, yeah, exactly. They're the ones that are always getting brought up. It's like, eh, this yeah. feels this feels 
weird. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I I don't know. I think, do you I, think it, China. It, do you think it could be something random that no one's really thinking? Like, could China have done this just to kind of stir things up, or like, I is mean, North Korea even capable of something like this? Well, so in in also in researching this a little bit, it like. I mean, look, it could be environmental activists like mm -hmm. that. It could be an eco-terrorist group. But at the end of the day, that I don't know how deep this pipeline was, but generally what I've read is that the complexity of an operation like that, this and being able to get um, down to the pipeline and to damage it in the way that it was damaged is a very complex action and complex operation, which means that it's likely limited to some sort of government actor, because they're the ones who will have the resources and technical know-how to be able to pull something like this off if it happened. And, and look, the USA also... is, is probably the best at being undetected. Like if it was uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Russia, I feel like USA would have like video evidence of it or something. Well, look, we got like the CIA and other various government departments have like cutouts of cutouts of cutouts of companies that even if you caught them red-handed you would have no way of linking it back to like we've got the cia owns companies that own subsidiaries in germany that own subsidiaries in russia that then own a subsidiary out of saudi Arabia. like they, they like they have put together so much plausible liability to run their black operations and ship all over the world that like you could do it you could catch the people red-handed and even though everyone would be like we're pretty sure these people are american you would never ever 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 be able to prove it Right. Um, and so or, you, or if you could, you'd be dead. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I think at the end of the day, I think that this never gets solved. My prediction is that or or if it does, like, hypothetically, I think I think the thing if they figure it out, because I think, look, I think there's there's got to be like a one percent chance that this actually was just some random accident right like we can't yeah. completely discount that right but at the same time everyone's saying it's really probably not so i <laughs> think to me the biggest sign that it is a western state like a germany or an eu conglomeration or the u.s or someone who is like on the good side using finger quotes mm -hmm. uh, will be if all of a sudden it's like oh yeah it just turned out to be a random thing um, we're not going to really show you the evidence of why, but yeah, no, no one did it. It just, it just happened. Yeah. Let's move, let's move on. Like to me, it'd be like, all right, well, someone did it then. Like that, now, yeah, now yeah. I'm convinced that one of you assholes did this. A hundred percent. Because if, I, they, um, if they find solid evidence, Russia did it. We're obviously going to see that evidence. So this is a little bit of a tangent, but related. Do you think Germany is going to freeze this winter? I mean, it's like, if, not looking good my parents are actually just all over eastern well not sort of eastern europe but like central europe germany all this and like it's already got uh, october yeah they went to october fest nice <laughs> so, That's awesome. yeah but uh but yeah it's already getting cold there you know germany starts getting chilly in like september october and you know i think i think they'll make it through but you're going to have people that are going to freeze to death i know that for certain it's yeah. basically probably unavoidable it's a question of whether it's you know a handful of people or is it several hundred or several thousand you know yeah. I, I think all of those things are possible um and i think it's just i don't know i mean look maybe maybe god looks favorably upon them and blesses them with an incredibly everything i'm seeing it's saying the opposite that it's going to be a pretty goddamn bad one but right you know, i think i think if they hit something where it is incredibly, incredibly cold for sustained periods of time. They're in trouble. Um, mm. And 
it's either going to be one of two things that, cause like, I think there's two ways to look at this. It, it's either, it gets so cold that no, even if they had the money to buy it, they just can't acquire enough natural gas in order to heat people effectively. And therefore we have a crisis or it's something where they can get the gas, but it gets so expensive and they're not subsidizing people's bills. So people make a choice to say, well, I'm not going to run my heater. And then they make that choice for too long. And then they succumb to the, the elements. Um, right. I don't know. I, I think it's a scary time for Europe. I feel really bad about this. I think it's also something that, you know, I think that, you know, when look, and I've said it before, I'll say it again, I support Ukraine. Russia is engaging in a war of unjustified aggression and they are wrong. However, when you're dealing with geopolitics, you can't just be like, well, that's the right thing and that's the wrong thing. Like there, mm -hmm. there is something called realpolitik, which means sometimes you have to make weird decisions that don't feel the best because you have to take into account what the consequences are. And right. in this case, you know, everyone was rah, rah, Ukraine and fuck Russia and all this without realizing it's like, oh, yeah, Russia can punch back and they can, while he's not bombing Central or Western European countries and not touching NATO countries, he's touching them in a different way that could end up killing a lot of people and creating a really bad situation. Yeah, and I think all the people that were saying this were getting laughed off and waved off and oh, we'll be fine, we'll be fine, we'll be fine. And now everyone's like, oh, this is actually having tangible real world consequences for us. Yeah. And um, there's still a possibility of him using like a nuclear weapon or. Oh, man, dude. And then, I mean, we'll we'll end with this little tangent and then we'll hear your story. But he also announced conscription this week. And there is, I think, like 300,000 Russians uh, fleed in the last few days to uh, Finland. A lot went to to Germany. Mm -hmm. A lot went to. And Kazakhstan in the south a lot went too, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Maybe that'll help heat things up in Germany. There'll be more bodies to huddle <laughs> up with. I don't know, but uh, that's wild too. So it seems like uh, something is probably gonna come pretty soon. That's just not gonna be good. But at the same time, the sooner that thing happens, hopefully, the sooner we get out of this whole mess. And absolutely, just before we move on from this, I think one of the other things I think you could see in some of these countries if it starts getting really bad is that you'll end up seeing almost like, you know, when you have a hurricane, you end up with people in shelters. I think you could end up seeing people where you're basically gathering people in like condensed housing in places where they're like, we're going to heat this location. If you don't have money, come here and like mm. here and we'll be, we'll be doing this. And the other thing that, that is also a consequence of this is that there's been a many manufacturing factories that have basically just shut down because they're like, we can't afford the natural gas or the electricity needed to build this. So like it's gone up like five X. Like yeah. if your bill was a hundred dollars last year, this year you're expecting at least 500. That's, that's yeah. a lot. Well, and, and if you think about it like an industrial scale, if you were a business that was paying $10 million a year for your natural gas or electricity bill, and now you're looking at 50 or a hundred, it's like, I can't run this factor anymore. So the thing is, it's like, we're going to feel the impact from this probably six months, 12 months from now, because right. all the supply chain stuff, all these like little glitches in the production pipeline and production process, they don't immediately hit. They roll out in waves. So right. I think, I think this is going to be really interesting to see how this plays out. And I do think that there's going to be a lot of people with sort of egg on their face where it's going to be like, when they were telling us, oh, we're going to be fine, we're going to be fine, I'm happy to pay a little bit extra to support Ukraine, I'm happy to pay a little bit more at the pump to support Ukraine, and it's like, 
all right, well, now we've got another 12 months of completely messed up supply chains <laughs> for various reasons. And yeah, and no solution. Like everything. Like, so so I don't know. But uh, I think I'm, I'm not like happy for this. I think it sucks. I think it's bad. I really wish this war would just get wrapped up mm. in a way that can just sort of move on. But I think it's going to, this whole thing is going to have a lot of bad, bad consequences for a very long time, is my prediction. Yeah, I, I uh, will not disagree with you there. I hope we're wrong, uh, or I hope if there are a lot of consequences, they don't affect us. (laughs) (laughs) Typical selfish American, Jeremy. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'll admit it. Everyone else lies when they don't admit it. You got, you got to look out for yourself. You always got to look out for yourself first. It's it's the way of the world. Um, just, just is what it is. But so, uh, on on my plate, I've got a couple things related to the hurricane that, that I want to talk to. Obviously Ian is currently battering, um, Florida, it's one of the biggest hurricanes to make landfall in the past like 100 years. It's been absolutely crazy. If you've been watching the videos, if anyone, if any one of our listeners are there, hope you're staying safe. Yo, yeah. one of our one of my friends who's listened to just about all of our episodes, his name is Ian. Shout out, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but but again, I just have a couple sort of stories related to Ian that just made me want to pull my hair out. So one. Uh, Joe Biden was giving a press conference and he was talking about fake news. That was fake news. What the thing about get back the thing about getting vaccinated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he must have said it. Say say it though. Say it. Say it. Say it. it. So it 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 must have happened at some point. It must have been for like a hurricane last year, right? It was last year. It was last year. Either way, that advice is bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. I saw that and I was like, no way that, that just happened. I had to look it up and I was like, all right, it did happen, but it happened, happened last year, which changed for a different hurricane. <laughs> yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, there was a video circulating and obviously I got I got duped probably by Russian misinformation bots on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, basically Biden was giving a press conference about uh, preparing for a <laughs> hurricane and he said, the most important thing you can do is to get vaccinated. And it's just <laughs> like, you know, I can think of like off the top of my head, five other things to do before yeah. getting back to even cross my mind. Right. It's still um, ridiculous. Even that it was said last year. Yeah, it's still yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. It, it was because <laughs> that's as soon as I started saying it, I was like, wait, I really feel like I heard this story last year and I never yeah. bothered to check it. So thank you for calling out the uh, the hashtag <laughs> yeah. fake news. Don't want yeah, to but, right? but it, fake it is epic. It, I, uh, I was dying when I bad. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the other thing that I just find gross is, you know, obviously Florida is run by Ron DeSantis, our new neo-fascist leader who's about to enslave all of America and kill everyone, right? Like that's yep. the sort of line on him. And so now you've got all these ghouls on Twitter and social media that are like, Florida's getting what it deserves. And like, I hope these people like understand with like their lack of regulation and like they're like unchecked you know whatever that they're gonna pay the price for this and like da 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 and this right wing government's not gonna be able to handle like all this and it's just like one you're an asshole just mm-hmm. like the fact like look I don't care there could be someone who's a full-blown communist and if a hurricane is going their way I wish them the best I would be happy for my tax dollars to go to support them and rebuild their homes I hope that charities take care of them I wish them no ill will like yeah. and it's 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 just gross and it's so 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 sad and the other thing is like it was funny it's it's gross and it's sad but it's also like i don't even know what the word is it's confusing to me that these people don't see how contradicting they are or hypocritical that they want to help people 
God knows where for whatever, but then someone else, they don't want to help just because they have a disagreement on one thing. It's like uh, they don't realize, in my opinion, that the people you want to help over there have a disagreement with you, too. You just don't realize it yet. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, no, absolutely. And the other yeah. thing I was getting into was someone on Reddit and they're like, well, Florida's about to get screwed because of like their lack of regulations and da 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 da. And I, I Googled it because I'm like, well, obviously and it's like Florida has some of the strictest like hurricane related regulations in the country. And, the, and then the guy's like, well, and like, obviously, the, you know, they're, they're going to get screwed because all the insurance companies are pulling out and they're going to like try to force insurance companies to do business there. And I'm like, well, You'd Google this, you'd realize that Louisiana and Florida actually started a state-run insurance company to compensate for the fact that private insurers were pulling out. And no, they can't force a private business to do business in their state. So it's actually, it's like, so one, super strong regulations around building codes for hurricanes. And two, they're basically running a socialist insurance program in order to let their people have subsidized insurances so that they can afford to live in the state and insure their properties. And it's like, oh yeah, these super highly regulated socialist insurance having right-wing Nazi fascist haven. Like, come on. Like, yeah. look, you can criticize Ron DeSantis for many things, but like, don't just pull things out of your ass because you assume things. And also though, those people don't care. That's what bothers me. If you actually cared, fucking bash Ron DeSantis all you want. But everyone who bashed Donald Trump he deserved to be bashed when he said uh, Puerto Rico was like a shithole or when he's yeah. throwing he's throwing toilet paper at them or something. <laughs> like, whatever that was. Epic moment. Epic. But, but how many people on the left are helping Puerto Rico right now? Uh, none. They just got rattled with another hurricane. It wasn't as bad as uh, what was the one four years ago. Uh, Sandy? No. Uh, no, whatever it was. I Irma, whatever. Whatever it was four years ago. This one wasn't as catastrophic. But it was still horrible. There's 20 inches of rain. There's bridges knocked down. There's infrastructure completely collapsed. A lot of the problems in Puerto Rico are solvable if we actually help them. We've just neglected them forever, Ooh. haven't put any money into their infrastructure. They have rolling power outages weekly without hurricanes, let alone with hurricanes. But all the people who say, hey, Donald Trump's a shithole. He didn't help Puerto Rico. What the hell? How do we not help him? Uh, they're part of USA. Why aren't we helping them? Why do we need governors or presidents to help someone? Hey, send money to Puerto Rico. Like that would do a lot more, in my opinion, than bashing Ron DeSantis for his no regulations or whatever, however true or not true that is. It's like help people. That's how you get better. So before you say we didn't actually help Puerto Rico, this is actually interesting. And it goes to a point of saying that oftentimes the biggest enemy of the people is their own leaders. I don't know the exact numbers, but I want to say it was at least a billion and possibly more after Fiona, which I think was the last yeah. was the last customer. The U.S. Congress allocated money to go to upgrade their grid and modernize things so that they would be better suited for the next time a hurricane hit because they're obviously going to hit by another hurricane, just like we saw. And apparently only like in the past, Fiona hit in what, uh, 2000, well, I don't know. This is, I'm trying to find the story, but. No, Fiona was the recent one uh, that hit Puerto Rico. Oh, so this was, either way, whatever the last big hurricane. 2018 was Maria. Maria, yes. 
So the big one where Trump was throwing paper towels at people and creating <laughs> that most epic of moments that was <laughs> ridiculous. Um, we apparently we allocated a lot of money to go to Puerto Rico. And I was listening to was reading some story and it was something about like in the years since only about like 10 percent of that money has even been spent. And my guess is that's probably due to government inefficiencies, bureaucracies, and probably trying to figure out a way to make sure that when this money gets spent, it's aligning all the right people's pockets. Dude, 0.7%. 0.7%? <laughs> That's like the first thing I'm saying for something. Yeah, like, oh my God. So like, I, you know what? Like, I, it's the same thing when- I wouldn't, like, I, I'm not, bl- I wouldn't blame Puerto Rico for that though. Like, um, I don't blame not- the people. I blame their leaders. Yeah, I blame the leaders, but I, I have to read into that. There's probably a bunch of bullshit uh, involved in there, too. Who knows? Oh, of course. But um, like a lot of time when there's aid being sent, the aid is going to like the congressman's company that yeah, like no, makes exactly. lawnmowers or something. Yes. Uh, it has nothing to do with helping people. Well, it's always it's always the problem with like massive government largesse and foreign aid. It's like, look, I'm I'm happy if theoretically, if all this food aid would actually get to the people who need it, that would be great. But often ends up what ends up happening is the people in charge hoard it and they give it to their military or they give it to the people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a very small percentage actually gets out to like the everyday people who actually need it. Right. Um, but but either way, you know, I just think it is it. And you bring up another interesting point. You know, while the coverage of the damage in Puerto Rico is I'm sure we will see it. It's not going to get nearly the amount of coverage that it got for Maria when Trump was president, because they don't want to, you know, we don't want to, there's no reason to continue to cover this because Maria and looking at that allowed them to beat up on Trump and show him to be a terrible leader or yeah. a bad person or racist or whatever you wanted to say. And I now see other fact- excuses now too, uh, like kind of like this, a little related where I'll bring something up, be like, dude, this is just as bad as Trump uh, or the same thing as Trump. Why is I saying? And be like, Oh, well we have a lot more issues to deal with right now. Yeah. Like, Come on, it's always something like just because there's more issues doesn't mean you ignore Puerto Rico, does it? Yeah, I don't know. No, it's just and like all I ever ask from people is like just be consistent. Like I don't care. Just be consistent. Exactly. Like like I will criticize Biden, Trump, our next president, Obama, Bush, all the same if they do the same type of shit. Yeah. Like it's it's absurd when you base your outrage over who is in power. Like that's that means you're not a good person in my mind like you are inconsistent and you selectively outrage on things that are the exact same based on the fact that like oh well this might hurt biden if i bring this up so i don't want to do that right um but but yeah i think i you know i hope this we're about to just get smacked in north carolina with a ton of rain so it's gonna be it's gonna not be good but it's not gonna be anything like florida got um and you know i just wish everyone the best but you know it's it's so sad because in a better world these types of things would unify us and bring us together and show people's humanity and the thing is there are going to be sort of the real life heroes there's going to be the guys out in boats once this all calms down that are rescuing people that are just volunteering there's going to be you know i saw a video of some guy rescuing a cat that was straight on top of oh, me i saw that like, that's so cute i was yeah i was just <laughs> like oh man you know like and I'm not going to say I would have let the cat die, but like, I'm not a cat person. I guess I would have done the same thing too. But like that guy was a little bit nuts. Cause like he was walking through some really rough. No, the, and the water was like increasing it. Like, yeah, it, no, it, I know. I was like, like Oh my God, I'm going to die for a cat. Yeah. <laughs> but wait, but like so, good on him. I, uh, unless you have something you really want to say, no, I'm gonna no, that's it. 
tangent again, you'll see how my mind works. He's speaking <laughs> of a lot of rain and rescue, we're going to end on a good story. All the right, week good. we missed or the week uh, that I had, I, I actually probably the most enjoyable Netflix I've seen of the last year. The Thai rescue story. Oh, yeah, I mean, was it good? Oh, my God. I remember this story four years ago was mind blown by it. Watching the movie. I, I can't get over how mind blowing this was like the effort. And I guess it, I kind of got reminded of it is like it brought the whole world together. England, divers from England, South Africa, Elon Musk was willing to like give a drone. America was giving money in our Navy. Like that's what the world's supposed to do when something like that happens. Like we come together and we help. And like you don't see that as often anymore. It's nice that there's little glimpses of people um, saving cats, but uh, it just doesn't feel like that happens anymore. But this story, absolutely incredible. They survived nine days in the cave without any contact, just like drinking, dripping water from the top of the cave. And then nine days they're found. The real photo that was the first time they were spotted in the cave is just like so chilling. And then they had yeah. nine days in the cave. Do you know how they got taken out? They were given Xanax to chill and then stabbed with ketamine till they were unconscious because they basically would be, if they were a lot or a conscious, they would have been freaking out and too scared uh, based on what they were seeing. So they had to just knock them out for the best chance of survival. Drug these kids and dragged them out. And that's uh, why well, we need psychedelics legalized for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tie it all together. <laughs> oh, it's tied it all together, Jer. Yes, oh, sir. Man. All right, man. That was, uh, this was a, this was a wild one. It was. A, I, I have a blast with these, but it was. Uh, it was a pleasure. I definitely recommend watching that. But stay safe from the rain. Um, yes. If if there's any animals that need to be rescued, make sure you film it so you can go viral. Because that, that clout. <laughs> you can get clout, but definitely be safe. Um, and yeah, hope it's not too bad for you. Absolutely. All, All right. right. See you later. Peace. Peace. Uh...